So guys, um, we're we're not gonna do any bits, uh, ever. What, was that little... ever. what did I just say about not doing bits, Ryan? Dude, you like the podcast. So we're we we're so serious now. We've grown. We've matured. Yeah, we've grown a lot in this past couple of days. We, we've decided that we're never doing bits, um, ever. Actually, I don't even think this is going to be a comedy podcast anymore. I, I think this is going to be a, just a straight man talk show. Like? Just, like straight shooting. Straight shooting, okay. Yeah, like I straight mean, shooting. We are straight as well. We are well, straight, but, too. But that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I thought you were getting at, and I was like, what? I didn't feel like you need to say that, but <laughs> I'm glad you did, I guess. All right, anyways, so yeah, never, we're never doing bits again, like, ever, okay? Yeah, that's oh my, it. Oh my gosh. Is that... Is that Yoda? <clears throat> yes! Oh my gosh, it's Yoda. Dude, I'm such a big fan. Big fan you are. Yes, that, that is what I said. <clears throat> yes! <laughs> can, you, can you say anything else there, Yoda? <clears throat> no! <laughs> Alright, um... Well then. <clears throat> how's, how's Chewbacca? <laughs> I can't do a Chewbacca on the spot. I'm not gonna try. That was that was that was not a Chewbacca. I was I was. I was trying to clear my throat. Actually, I was just trying to ask Yoda how Chewbacca was, like how he's doing. Chewbacca. Okay, whatever. We're done with it's it. too hard to figure out Yoda speak in the moment. Can you do a Chewbacca impression though? Uh. <laughs> Actually, that was pretty good. You gotta roll it a little more. Oh my gosh. This is... This is great. What are you talking about? Not good, man. So that's why we're never doing bits again. Yeah. Because that was really terrible. Um, Let's talk about... Let's talk about childhood video games. Let's talk about Why? Because... <laughs> You're just being divisive to be divisive. Why would we? You Why? little turd. I'm just okay. You get a you get a topic. I'm not in the mood to cooperate this time. I don't know why. Get... I'm just I'm in a weird mood. I'm right, tired. I want to start slapping you and making you get you energy. I mean, what do you want from me? The childhood video games. I played Guitar Hero a lot as a kid. Actually, Guitar right. Hero kind of formed my taste of music early on. It kind of laid the foundation go. for me to get into music before I even started listening to music on my own. Because there was just really good rock yeah. music on there. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Played that way too much. That was, that Still was play probably it so my much. Like, the biggest game. I don't really play video games anymore, but the few times I do, that's like I my go-to. Yeah. Like anytime I get together with the boys, we have a boys night. That's the game right there. That's the move. Like, I just kind of left my Nintendo Switch at my brother's house one time, and then I just never got it back. <laughs> Not that he's, like, holding it for ransom or anything. I just was like, I don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I find myself drawn more towards, like, YouTube or, or doing creative projects on my free time. Yeah, that's how, that's how or I Or even just listen to music sometimes. I don't know. I'm just not super drawn to playing video games at the moment. But there was a there was a time... Oh, yeah. When I was very drawn to it. I mean, growing up, I played games a decent amount, but I was always into, and this is still true, I was always into social games, like multiplayer stuff. 
Yeah. I've never been one for single player. I've tried. They've really gotten away from that in recent times. Other than on Nintendo's been good about it, but like other platforms. Yeah. Like Xbox and PlayStation. They don't have that many like good multiplayer games. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not in the I'm just not into single player stuff. It's just not my I've tried. Like I there's yeah. a lot of games I tried to play. And I know a lot of people are going to be mad about me saying this, but like I tried Fallout, I tried Skyrim. I played all those games at a certain point in my life, and I just none of them ever really stuck for whatever reason. I think I'm just too lazy to play single player games. Like, you have to devote too much time <laughs> yeah, and energy. That might be it, yeah. Like, you, you sit down with the boys and play a multiplayer game. There's like. Yeah, you get the same amount of satisfaction. I would argue more amount of fun. Yeah. And it's instant. You don't have to work for it, you don't have to sit. Through a story mode, you sit down and you just you just start playing. P- pick a character on Super Smash Bros. And yeah, and then voila, you're fighting each other. Yeah, I, there's one game I grew up, grew up on a series of Godzilla games. They were Godzilla fighting games. I've never heard of those. It was like Godzilla destroy all monsters <laughs> and Godzilla save the earth, and then Godzilla <laughs> unleashed. Sounds very uh, it was like counter- a series. Oh, the first one, destroy all yeah. monsters and save the earth. Yeah. Well, it was it was actually a pretty good game. I'm not going to lie. What like, did you play it on? Uh, the first two were original Xbox, and the other, Godzilla Unleashed was on the Wii. Godzilla Unleashed was not that great. It was mm. the, the, easily the worst of the three. But that was because they tried to put motion controls into a fighting game. Like, what the crap? That's you stupid. They totally ruined that. It would have been a great game if they yeah. if the controls were better. I feel like the Wii was a weird time for video games. There was too much... And there's some really good Wii games, some that still hold up. There's some amazing Wii games. Wii Sports is still really great, honestly. Super Mario Galaxy 2. But I feel like it was just a weird time in video games to where motion controls were blowing up for some reason, and that was everyone's go-to. Well, they even were just, with games that didn't make sense to have it. They were just trying to, yeah, they were pushing the gimmick even in yeah. games that didn't need it. Like, well, and don't get me wrong, at the time, that was revolutionary. Some of the motion controls and stuff like that they were doing with Wii was absolutely, like, revolutionary. But some of that stuff was just kind of stupid, too, at the same time. Yeah, and they did the same thing with, like, the Wii U where they... Had you used the touch screen for a lot of random stuff. That didn't need that it, it didn't at all. Need, yeah. It's just like, let's use this gimmick. Yeah. I guess that's how they figure out what works, is by doing a lot of stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. Usually, I'll say, like, if it was a Nintendo game, they probably did it well. Yeah. But a lot of third parties... (coughs) Whoa. (laughs) A lot of third parties, like, did it really poorly. Yeah. But I love love that generation. What's the first... uh game console either handheld or that i played that you can remember playing as a kid it was either a game boy advance Advance or color i think Mm. it was a color man that's even older than the one i put mine was game boy advance i still have it (laughs) yeah it still works too i had an advance too but the color was like the first i had like a Mega Man game on it and i think an elmo sesame street game (laughs) From when I was like really young, you that know? sounds terrible. But we also had a PlayStation One and a Sega Dreamcast. I never had any. I never. I don't think I've ever played a PlayStation One in my life or a Sega Dreamcast. Oh, dude, we gotta get you on the the PlayStation One. I have man. several PS2s still to this day. 
and I played the crap out of them, but I never played a <laughs> PS1. So here's the crazy thing about the PlayStation 1 era. And I know we're alienating a ton of our audience that don't play video games right now, but uh, who cares? Like the <laughs> vast majority of it, because most of it's females, and let's well, be honest. are you don't... saying females can't No, game? I'm not saying that. I'm saying... Help me out here. <laughs> you're saying statistically less females play video games. Than yes. Which is a fact. Like, statistically, they don't as much. I'm sure plenty of people that are women play video games and, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm just saying. All right, we're explaining ourselves too much. There, It's fine, you know. But there's this great era in the PlayStation 1 when they had these, like, demo discs. And they were just these discs that you'd put in, and it would just be a bunch of demos of video games. I've heard of this. Play. Just like when you go to GameStop and you can play demos on the consoles there. Yeah. It was like that, except you could buy them. Huh. And it was... I had so many Why would you buy the demo versus just buying the game, though? Is it a lot cheaper? I don't remember. I think they were cheaper, yeah. But it wasn't just one demo. It was like... Oh, was you'd like, buy a bunch at once. Yeah, there'd be like disc. 15 or 20 demos on okay. one disc. Okay, I see what you're saying. And so I would, I would play like the first level of <laughs> all these different games and huh. stuff like that. Was, That's actually really smart because then you get an idea of what it's like. I think stuff... I think different things still do that. Like, you can do, uh, you know, on Steam, like on PCs. Yeah, yeah I don't really do that. Ever, but I have friends that do it though. They go on there and play games on their PCs. You can do like free trials for games and stuff on there. It's the same kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like you can download like a free version, a trial version of games just to try them out. It's the same. It's the same yeah. kind of thing as what you're saying. Same concept. So, so yeah, that's still a popular thing, I guess. Basically, what we're saying is, if you own a video game company, bring back the demo discs. I want I mean, demo discs. It basically. Kind of have it just in a different form now, a modern form just of in that. S- just on Steam. I guess not it's on not consoles, just, though. Yeah, bring, we want demo discs. I Don't group me in this. We do. Me and Ryan both. I, You can't just put my name I will get yours. back into video games if you bring back demo discs. That is not a promise that I will make as well. <laughs> so that's singularly you, just a promise for you. Yeah. Well, that's true. But I, I'm making that promise. Okay, you do whatever you want. But they are, they're also not going to do that. I, I doubt it. So the first thing I remember playing was a Game Boy Advance. And then I had the original Nintendo DS. The, the silver one. Yeah, yeah. Like the, o- the I original. I had a DS. That might the be one surprising. that everyone would sit there and just flip back and forth and break the screen on. <laughs> I never did that. I'm so proud of myself. And I was ADD. I was an ADD obnoxious kid and I never broke mine. I, yeah. It still works to this day. I have it. It's right. O- it's over there somewhere. I guarantee you. I have it. So does my Game Boy Advance. Both of them. I still have both of them, and they both still work. Hmm. All right. I'm proud to say that. I never broke any screen on anything. I don't think I've ever broke a screen in well, my I life. I think the Game Boys are actually pretty durable. Oh yeah. Like I think uh, I saw this article. I think it was a Game Boy Color. Not sure. It was some kind of. Those Game were Boy. the ones that folded over on themselves. No, that was just like a. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like a rectangle. rectangle. Yeah. Uh, what am I thinking I mean, just, of? What's was that flip one? Which one I was that? Know. Are you thinking of like that was kind of weird in between time? What are those called? There was weird. like Pokemon versions of them and stuff. I don't know. Um, Man, all the people out there that know what I'm talking about are frustrated right now. 
It was the Game Boy, but it flipped over. It was a square, and the screen was up top, and then the buttons were down at the bottom, and you could flip it over itself like a flip phone. That's just the DS. No, it was a Game Boy. Stall while I look this up, Christian. Okay, so, anyways, what I was saying about this Game Boy Color, I, th- I think it was a Game Boy Color, but one of them was, like, in a bombing, and it's, like, halfway melted. The cartridge is actually melted into the, the Game Boy, but it'll still play the game. <laughs> it's, like, so messed up, and you can barely see it, but it still works. I don't know how that works. But it was just, like, a... It's just, like, a testament to nintendo's ability to make really strong consoles since they market to kids a lot i guess is why i mean they kind of have to be strong I feel like you sure you're not just thinking of a nintendo i, I mean, am 100 percent not DS. thinking of it look it's right there oh right uh, the advanced sp oh, oh. advanced sp okay yeah i totally see let's see i had so it's the full it's the flippy one see yeah i see what you're saying I had this one, the Game Boy Advance. I, I still have it. That one. I never had a Game Boy Color. One. I had friends that did, but man, I forgot how old the this original is, Game Boy is. This is taking me back, man. Yeah, this is definitely some, some nostalgia right here. All right, now I gotta look up that Game Boy Color that was in a bombing. I don't even know where you, I, I wasn't paying attention to what you were talking about. You said it survived a bombing. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I mean. It was, uh, maybe it was just a Game Boy. But yeah, there's a picture of it. Oh, my but goodness. But it still, like, plays. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy looking, It's, dude. like, all melted up and crispy and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, maybe, I had. Oh. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, maybe we'll post a picture of it this week or something. I, doubt it. I don't know. Probably not. That's too much work. <laughs> I had, uh, so I think Game Boy Advance is the first thing I remember having. And then I had a Nintendo DS immediately after that, which played Game Boy games, which was really cool actually, because I could all the games I had from my other from my Game Boy I could just play on there. So it's like it basically made my Game Boy obsolete at that point. Yeah. yeah. You know what I remember about a Game Boy too that's really funny to think about now? My Game Boy Advance there was a little flashlight attachment for it. Because you couldn't oh, see to play it at night. I remember that, yeah. Like, that really yeah, had, puts things in perspective. The fact that too. you had to have a flashlight just to play a video game when you are younger. And Dude, now it's like, our cell phones, we can do anything we want on them. That is, like, taking me back. I, I remember um, sitting in my parents' car, like, on road trips yes. going down to Florida. Yes. And it would be nighttime. And you'd flip and a I'd, little flashlight up. Yeah, quick, yeah. And then the battery would die on the flashlight, and you're like, no. <laughs> I can't play my Game Boy anymore. Dang it, I've been playing, my, been playing my Game Boy for the past two hours. I need some double A's. <laughs> did you uh, have um like uh, on road trips? Did you have one of those car TV? Oh yeah, the little seven inch and like one of the little DVD things. players. Little DVD, yeah. Oh, uh, dude, I wore that sucker out. Yeah, I watched so many movies. I watched Spy Kids like, 3D and Daddy Daycare a billion times. I've seen those movies probably more than any movie in my life. I think I watched Shrek a lot. Oh yeah, and the Spider, the early Spider Man's. Absolutely, oh, good choice. Those hold up so well. They do. That they is a do. good choice, man. Honestly, Spider Man Two is one of the greatest uh, superhero movies ever. I would say the greatest. Personally, and honestly, I was just. I think it is the greatest. But I think it is too. We could do a know, whole podcast episode on why it's the greatest. If you don't, at least put it in the top ten. Um, you're wrong. Get out of here. Wait. First of all, you're wrong. Second of all, leave. 
Also, I don't know why you're even here. Rewatch it because everybody who says that hasn't seen it since they were six and they don't understand. Exactly. You can't appreciate movies when you're six. Yeah. You can't appreciate anything when you're six unless they're like gummies. Yeah. Or or like, I don't know what a six year old's like. I don't don't know. Toys? Toys. Game Boys? Dollies. (laughs) Dollies. I was more of a Game Boy guy personally, but you can You said kids. You didn't say boys. I, I was thinking about it personally, though. You just said kids. Yeah. So I was just throwing true, them out there, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude, my neck has to pop. Yeah, I think uh, it was DS, and then, if I remember correctly, the next thing I got was a Wii. I, I actually Dang, got... you really jumped up there. I, I could have had... A, I probably had a couple PS2s in between there. Yeah. And I... Well, mostly I went to friends' houses, though, is the thing. I never really, like... You didn't even need to have... No, I one. played my DS, and then I went to friends' houses, and that's <coughs> it, really, before the Wii came out. The yeah. Wii was the first time that I would, like distinctly remember having my own console and getting into video games on my own mm-hmm. outside of going to a friend's house. Like, I remember uh, going to friends' houses, and they had, like, a Nintendo 64 and um, Super Nintendo, stuff like that. I remember playing those a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, really, like, until the Wii came out, I really wasn't super into games, like, console-wise, at least. Dude, I remember the day I got my Wii. It changed everything, man. That day was crazy. Did you? I got it for Christmas. I did, too. You did, too? Actually, I think it was, I think if I remember correctly, it was a Black Friday sale, which, speaking of that, just happened. It was last week, guys. It did. Watch Um, our Thanksgiving, listen to our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. We don't talk about Black Friday in it, but... We talk about a lot of good stuff, though. A lot of other good stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it was on sale on Black Friday. And I remember... It was either my parents or my grandparents bought it for me on sale. Mm. And I think they had to like literally wait in line to get it, because this was... And Black Friday has changed a little bit nowadays, I imagine, with online shopping and everything. This is back when, like, if you didn't have it in your local store, like, you weren't getting it anytime soon. So you would literally have to wait in line to get it at Walmart, or you weren't getting it for months, like, or whenever the store's restocked. You certainly weren't getting it on sale. So I I think it was my parents bought it for me. They literally had to, like, wait in line for it, though. And then that Christmas day when I got it, man, so excited. (laughs) Dude, I... I probably like teared up a little bit to be honest. I don't think I teared up, but I was really excited. And I remember that night, you know, we had like my mama and papa and like grandparents over and everything. And we were playing Wii Sports. And I had my mama, (laughs) I had her fight someone on boxing, (laughs) Wii Boxing, just like one of the, uh, one of the computers. Yeah. Um, and, it was the funniest thing, just because <laughs> yeah. she, she was like, "This is old lady, like, ooh, am I? I'm getting him, man. I'm getting him." Oh, it, I don't know if you were like me, but I would get so into that that I would literally be like out of breath by the end of the round. Like the I'd boxing? be sitting there shaking the Dude, guitar yeah, so I'd literally hard, just shake it so hard. And it would get to the end of the round, and I was like, oh, "I beat him. I did it." Like fifty percent of my current bicep strength is from shaking the wheel probably. so hard. Honestly, that's being it's modest. Honestly, probably lifting. more than that. Yeah, it's probably like seventy. Yeah, yeah, I I played the crap out of my Wii. 
And then I remember, honestly, I think the only game I had for a long time was just Wii Sports. And I wore that game out. That's a good only game to have, honestly. And then I remember getting the some different shooting games where you'd put it in a you put the Wii controller in like a gun. Oh yeah. You ever have anything yeah. like that? I didn't have a gun, but I know what you're talking about. Or like a I guess they called it like the Wii Blaster or something, probably. Blast them. Because they weren't allowed to say guns because it's not <laughs> politically correct for a kid to be playing with guns. Well, I so think they it called just, them a Nerf Blaster or whatever. It also know? just didn't really look like a gun gun, so I think uh, it just... Yeah, that's kind of goofy looking. It had a trigger and, yeah. and sort of kind of had a barrel. Other than that, it looked basically nothing like a gun. You could get stuff like... They had tennis rackets for when you... Oh, I had play. it all. They had all, all kinds of I remember of stuff. Nerf made a set of like foam... Whatever that yeah. you put the controller in. Yeah. There was a, a tennis racket, a golf club, and baseball a gun, bat? I think. Yeah, baseball ga- bat. And then I had a gun, too. It was Nerf, I think, at one point. Because Nerf came out with a video game, I remember. I used to love Nerf, man. I still like Nerf stuff. I, it's, I don't know, man. I remember last semester, I had a little Nerf war with my friends at SWU. It's so fun, man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to be an adult, and you you pick up airsoft and paintball, and you're like, this is just adult nerf. This is just, That's yeah. all it is. It's just nerf, but it hurts. <laughs> nerf, but it hurts. Nerf, but it hurts. That's a good slogan. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I remember getting the Wii, and then I remember getting the first Guitar Hero I ever got was uh, Guitar Hero 3. I guess that was the one that was out when I bought the Wii. Skipped 1, 2, and... Yeah, I never played 1 yeah. and 2. I skipped right to 3. But I remember... The night I got that game, I played nonstop, and it was so fun. And then we, it was me and my sisters were so into it, and then we bought another guitar. Yeah. And then we got, like, we kept adding on stuff, so we had, like, a full band by the end of it. And it was so fun, man. For a while there, though, when it was Guitar Hero 3, I think you could only play with two guitars. You could have one bass and one regular guitar. Mm. So we'd have to, like, take turns and play it and all. And then Guitar Hero World Tour came out. Man, when that came out... You had the whole band in there, and you had the drum set. Yeah. We were all terrible at drums, but we, <laughs> we all tried anyways. It's it's crazy how captivating video games used to be when we were kids. Like, yeah. It was so interesting. Like, I, <laughs> I think Super Smash Bros. Brawl, I think I sunk, like, 1,200 hours into that as Probably. a kid. Like. Because you can look at the stats in it. Yeah. I really, I think it was at least, a, I think it was over a thousand. Oh, I spent sure. so much. I don't doubt that at and all. And then the next Smash Bros. game, I think I spent like 500 hours. And then the next one, like 200. Like just, it just, Yeah. as I got older, it just kept going. I can definitely say the Wii is the console I've spent the most time on in my life. I can't, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could count how many hours I've spent on the Wii. Yeah. For life. me, it... It'd be a good fight between that and the original Xbox. I love the original Xbox, man. No, it's, it's no contest for me. It's definitely a Wii. Because I played so much Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee and Godzilla Save the Earth mm. and uh, Tie the Tasmanian Tiger. Mm. But you probably even haven't heard of that one. I've heard but, of it, but I've never played it. Yeah. I did a lot of that. I watched my brother play Metal Gear Solid, mm. and my, my dad got mad because it was a rated M game <laughs> or whatever. Violent. It was violent. There's blood, shooting, stuff. Mm-hmm. All the fun stuff. But it's kind of funny when, because 
when I got Super Smash Bros. Brawl, it had Solid Snake, that character, from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And I was like, I think I had only actually picked up a controller and played Metal Gear Solid, like, once for, like, five minutes. Yeah. But I was so excited. I was like, he's my favorite character because I just watched my brother He's a really cool character, play. to be honest. Yeah. Like, he has so many projectiles. It's so fun. Got all his grenades. He's got... Like, he had, like, landmines. Landmines, grenades, rocket launcher. Oh, he has a mortar. Mor- like, that's his mortar, like, so like, much, mortar. man. Yeah. So many cool things. <laughs> man, we're geeking out here. It is. I'm enjoying this. Up until this point, we had a reputation as, like, you know, attractive, cool guys. We just really, lost... Very athletic. We just like, lost all our we attraction. Just, from, we just pulled down the facade, man. Yeah. We just pulled the curtain down, and they're seeing how geeky we really are, and it's, it's pretty embarrassing. You want to just cut out the first part of this podcast, and then just... <laughs> <laughs> how would, where would we start at? Whenever we started talking about video games. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely talk about how we're going to cut it. Yeah. Because um, then if we do t- cut it, it'll be really funny, because they won't even know what we talked about. Yeah. I think that'd be funny. But if they don't cut it, it's going to be like... It wouldn't be th- funny for them, but They're going to be like, man, funny. I wish they would have cut that. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. It'll be funny for us, because they'll just... Right now, they'll be like, wow, what did they cut? Yeah. Don't worry about it. It was just me and Ryan arguing for 20 yeah. minutes straight. We were just whining. <laughs> I thought you were going to... See, now what you got to do is bleep the part where you tell them what it is and then cut out the beginning and then the world will never know. Wait, bleep the part where I tell them what it is? Yeah, bleep the part you just now said where you told them what it was and then you're going to cut out the whole beginning. Oh, okay. And then they're never going to know what you actually talked about. Should we actually do that? We should probably talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk about it later. We, we are on the podcast right now, you know, we should probably, that should be probably be our priority at the moment. Okay, okay. But I mean, if you want to like go grab some food or something right now, that's fine too. All right, all right, I will. We can just leave it rolling. I mean, we don't have to talk, right? No, like, no. We just have to all. get it to like an hour. And then... It's not what podcasts are. If it was talking, it would say talk in the name. It doesn't. It, it, just it says, says pod. You just take Tide Pods and you like cast yeah. them at someone like a spell. Uh, yeah. You're like, Potiamis. Why is it called a podcast? I don't know. What? I guess cast, Casting like a cast pod. it to the internet. Yeah, like or broadcast. Like, but what is pod? Pod. Like, what What could that mean? Let's see. A broadcast is broad. You're sending it to a wide... I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. As podcasters, maybe we should know this. Probably. So Ryan's going to Google it, and I'm going to stall you guys. Don't give away the so, illusion behind this. Let's see. Here's something interesting. Okay, so here's the deal. Oh, you found it already? Wow, that's Google that fast. Google works in mysterious ways, man. Because I was going to stall him. I was going to tell um, him like, an interesting fact about It's really not a cool thing. Oh, okay. I was really Hold hoping on. it would be like something interesting or cool. Well, you better say it. Do you have any guess what it is before I tell you? Um, what? let's see. The first, the first podcast here, I got it. It's because the first podcast was about a group of, uh, dolphins in a pod. No. Okay. Stop. Just stop. That was Why are it. you trying? Well, you said it was stupid, <laughs> so. Think about the word pod. What other word has the word pod in it? What other thing Pedantic has Pedantic pa. pa. What other thing Exist that has the word pod Tide in it. Tide pod. No. 
What escape, other Apple product pod. has the word pod in it? Um, now I'm feeling Apple stupid. Macintosh. iPod. iPod. There you go. iPod. Man, apparently, you, got, <laughs> you got so loud there. Apparently, the word podcast is derived from pod as in Apple's iPod. Bro, we're not even... And the cast from broadcast, like we said. To record this, we are currently using zero Apple products. But I did just buy an Apple product. He did. And it's pretty great, to be honest. Which means he'll have uh, good editing stuff. For... As if Apple needs any more money you know, if from we us. Ever, if we ever do video, you know, we might do that someday. I'm going to go ahead and shout out the M1 Mac Minis. They're pretty great, to be honest. Oh, come on, you've had it for like two days. You don't know yet. But... It sucks. I've been thinking about buying it for a long time, and I've done a lot of research on it, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. That thing is so small. It weighs like practically nothing, too, and it has 16 gigabytes of RAM and 512 gigabytes of solid-state drive, like all packed into this little tiny thing. It's a pretty beast. Yeah. And for the price, you really can't beat it. It's That is a great deal. Okay, but here's the thing, Ryan. We're not sponsored... And oh, I don't and, think, and I don't want to give Apple any think, more money than they already have. I don't think Apple needs our help at all. No, they absolutely don't. <laughs> that was not to help Apple out. That was to help you out in case you're looking for a good budget computer. I would not call it a budget computer. That is a budget computer. How much was it? For a beefed up computer that has the specs that this thing has, that is a budget. For how much was it? Well, I got to tell how much it is. Well, because you call it a budget computer, and that's not a budget. It starts, okay... Budget computer is like for the base model, like eight gigabytes of RAM, uh, two hundred fifty-six gigabytes of memory. You can get it for like, I think like seven, eight hundred bucks, somewhere around there, seven or eight hundred. Okay. That's not the one I got. So the one I got is a little bit more, obviously. But I mean, you're looking anywhere from like seven, eight hundred bucks to about like a thousand, and then on up from there if you really spec it out. But a thousand dollars. I feel like for, yours was more than a thousand. I was a thousand dollars. It was a thousand straight up. I bought on sale. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's you what I'm that? saying. For a thousand dollars to get a 16 gigabyte RAM computer with 512 gigabytes of memory, that's pretty good, dude. Mm. You're not gonna find a better deal than that at the quality that this is. Okay, I will. You, I you I hate win. you win. You're right. I hate to admit it because Apple has way too much money and they're a mega corporation. But they do make really good products as far as computer. I don't, I don't, I'm not much of an iPhone guy personally. Yeah, they make good products that you can use two years before they make it obsolete. I <laughs> used my MacBook Pro from 2011 for 10 years before it became obsolete. Thank you very much. It's been obsolete for like five years. Well, I still You've kept using been, it anyways. Kicking it through the dirt for like Well, it's still been going. For a while. That thing still kept on trudging through the dirt, man. Even if it was rolling around, miserable, <laughs> suffering. All right. You know, I, honestly, their computers last a lot longer. Their phones are what really goes absolutely yeah. fast. I, just, I'm not an iPhone guy, personally. They just, like, update them, and every time they update them, they're like, your old phone, it can do even less now. <laughs> the battery sucks, it's, it's obsolete, and you're going to have to buy a new one. Joke's on you. <laughs> And you're going to do it anyways. Your, your battery's going to go down to 1% also, in like 10 minutes. Also, it's $1,200. Joke's on you, fool. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. Pretty much. That's crazy that their phones are more expensive than the computer you They just probably bought. are. No, they are. Like, 
that's what I'm saying. For a thousand bucks, I got that's a heck of a deal for what I got. Like that computer is is beef like yeah. beefed out, man. I mean, it's, it's strong. A large part of what you're paying for with Apple phones, though, is like the camera. Oh, and stuff. the name. Honestly, the name, yeah. Let's be honest. People just buy iPhones because everyone else has one. But phone cameras are insane nowadays. How many people actually buy iPhone because they think it's the because they've done proper research and they think it's the best model out there versus how many people just buy one like, because everyone else has one and they know they can trust it. 90% are in the latter group. Yeah. Like, They're just like, oh, everyone else has an iPhone and I've always had one, so I might as well get another one. Yeah, every once in a while I get them like some people they are like, well, I use, I, I just like buying all Apple products and then they just Which is fine. They interface really well. Honestly, I and get that. Like, now I that I have an Apple computer, I'm moderately tempted to get an iphone but i just i don't like the layout of iphone honestly i'm more of a galaxy man personally i switched to android and within like a week i was like i feel like i know the interface better yeah. than i did my Apple. it's a lot more straightforward yeah it's there's, a lot more intuitive there's in my a few opinion. things that are a lot harder to figure out on it but for the most part i think the interface is more intuitive yeah with, i think so too with android and in my opinion, it just looks better, personally. Yeah. Like, this is a really solid phone. Like, I'm very happy with this. For You can get better phones for the price. Yeah. Like, this was, like, I, I want to say, like, uh, like, 180, something like that. That's not bad. Which is, like, really cheap for a phone that can do pretty much everything. The camera's just not that great, but it's still, it's still okay. Like, yeah. Well, and see, that's yeah. not as big a deal to me because I have a nice camera. So really, the only pictures I take on my phone are just snapshots. Like, just to remember something or to send something to somebody else, that kind of thing. That's, that's kind like of Like, any a... substantial, significant picture I take is going to be on my camera. Yeah. Because it's just, you can't beat that. I mean, you can't beat the quality of a nice DSLR with a good lens on it. You can't. I know everyone's like, oh, phones have incredible cameras now and the quality is amazing. I mean, they do. And it's true. They do. They, they, they do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Oh, phone cameras are garbage." No, they are absolutely incredible, and I think it's amazing that we've gotten to the point where a tiny little lens in a phone can have anywhere close to the quality of a, a full physical lens on a DSLR. But my thing is, you're never gonna get the depth that you'll get with a real camera and a phone because you can't physically adjust the lens. Yeah, it's fixed. You know, it's it's on the back of a phone. So until they start getting it where you can physically adjust the focal length and the which focus and all really that, which is just a camera at that point. It's yeah. not even a phone. Then it's never going to be as good as a camera. Now, that being said, before I bought the, my Canon, my uh, Canon 90D, I went through a period where I only took pictures on my phone for like a couple months. Oh, yeah? Because I had a, a I don't know, it was a fairly cheap Nikon I still have it, but I don't use it very much. I can't even remember what model it is, but it's it's probably like a $500 Nikon mm. with just a cheap lens on it, the kit lens. And honestly, I think my Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus took better pictures than that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the quality was just, the color was just more vibrant. Like, yeah. the, the quality was a little bit higher. And it was just so easy. You just take your phone out of your pocket and you just... You just take a picture. That's a that's a thing about phone cameras is, like, 
you put a mask like a master photographer is gonna do better with the DSLR, but like just you give you give the regular per like the average person you give a phone modern phone camera and a DSLR, they'll actually probably shoot better with the phone camera. Oh well, they won't know how just, to use the DSLRs. Yeah, the problem just because like if you show them how to use the DSLR, they're still gonna take better pictures though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you give them a ten minute tutorial and here's here's how you adjust the focus, here's how you change the shutter speed, the ISO. I mean, you'll have to teach them what all that is real quick, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I'm not saying that phone cameras aren't good or that you shouldn't take pictures on your phone or anything like that. I'm not trying to be uh, elitist with, with photography. I I think, honestly, if it's something you're into, just, just start shooting. It doesn't even matter what you're shooting on. Just start taking pictures. Like, you can learn the fundamentals of photography on any camera. You can learn it on a $40 point-and-shoot. Like, yeah. honestly, anything will work. And then just keep building from there until you have the money to get something nice. And and then by then, you'll have the skills and you'll have the knowledge to be able to use that nice thing. That's my thing. Like, that's why I didn't just right off the bat buy a $1,200 camera before I'd even know how to use it. I bought, like, a $500, like, pretty cheap, easy-to-understand camera. And then I learned every part of it, in and out, like, front and back. I learned the fundamentals of photography, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. And then once I got proficient with that camera, then I was like, all right, now it's time to make a big boy purchase. Now I'm going to buy this $1,200 camera and I'm going to start getting serious about it. I remember when you got your camera too and like, you're like, dude, this thing is amazing. Like, it's so easy. Like, I, yeah, I, a- I can take a crappy photo and it still looks amazing. And I still feel like that. Every time I take pictures, I'm like, man. I literally just took a picture of nothing and it looks so good. And I remember we both, we went out and you did a photo shoot with one of our friends. And that was like the first time I had really seen like the pictures from that. And yeah. I was like, wow, these are really good. Mind you, that was with the kit lens. It's like a hundred dollar lens that comes with the camera. Yeah. And now you have a better lens. And now I have like, I don't know. It's, it's probably like a thousand dollar lens. I got it for a lot less than that cause I bought it used, but now I have a really nice lens, and it's just the quality is just crazy, man. Yeah, that's the thing you're, that has kind of kept me from photography a little bit. Is it just it's just expensive to get in, really get into? It's really not though. You can get into it with your phone, is what I'm saying. I, I know, but I <laughs> it's it's expensive once you get good at it. But right off the bat, just start taking pictures on your phone yeah. if it's something you're interested in. That's what I'm trying to say. Like. Don't feel like photography has to be something daunting or something you have to be good at before you start doing it. Just do it. If it's something you're interested in, just start doing it. Start learning the fundamentals. Start watching YouTube videos. Start talking to people who do it. Eventually, you'll figure it out along the way. Like, I'm still learning stuff all the time. Sometimes I shoot stuff and I'm like, man, I should have done this. Or, man, this lighting's bad. Like, I need to edit it this way. You know, you learn a lot along the way. Hmm. That's kind of the fun of it, is you don't have to know what you're doing to do it. You could just start doing it. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, you're ne- you're never gonna get quite the same. It's it's never gonna be as good with a phone as it like an actual camera, obviously. But you can have a lot of fun with a phone, especially with the manual mode on phones. Yeah, the fact that you can adjust the ISO and the shutter speed on a phone. That's crazy. It's like that that blows my yeah. mind just that fact alone the fact that 
phones have built-in night modes now, and it just makes light for no, like how do how do you make light when there isn't any? Yeah, I don't I don't know. You could be in a pitch black room and put it, your phone on night mode, and it'll just pull light from somewhere, and it'll, or it'll make its own light within the lens. Like that's crazy. Uh, I don't know how. I don't even know how that works. It's all, I don't have a clue how it works either. It's all just like witchcraft to me, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy some of the features we have now. I I mean, I can't even do that with my, Nike or my Canon. I mean, you know those um, the cameras that they shoot movies with those red cameras. Yeah. If you just shoot them, like, with no effects or anything, it actually doesn't look that great. No. Like. Like that's what that's what's interesting about those those things is like they just shoot a good image that you can touch up really well. Yeah, like I guess. Well, that's that's what you'll learn when you start getting serious about video photography and stuff. Is when you start really building your rig out and getting into cameras like that, the raw picture looks terrible sometimes. Like you have to do color grading, you have to you have to put all these edits on, on it and different yeah. effects and stuff to make it look natural and normal. But that's because it's such high quality and the the file's so raw. Like I, I'm trying to think of a different word other than raw to use for people that don't do this, but it's so There's nothing done the cameras don't do it's anything. Completely to the unfiltered, image. like Yeah. It's the rawest file you could possibly have. Like the most true to life. Like if you take a, p- a picture with your phone, it's gonna change the color grading and stuff yeah it itself. does all that it has like a computer in it that's going to interpret the image and change it but when you take something like on a black magic per se for se eh. like let's say a black magic yeah you know you know a black magic camera 4k or 6k yeah. i've got a friend that has one and i think shoots at such high quality like it's shooting at 6k wow <laughs> which is like ridiculous a lot of k yeah, that is like such high quality. It's it's crazy to even imagine. But it's I mean, it's basically just it's it looks like real life. Yeah. And sometimes it'll probably look kind of dull. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, real life, you know. Yeah. Obviously, an edited picture isn't going to have the same color as an unedited picture. Yeah. But it it allows the photographer and the it allows more artistry in the editing like you decide how you touch it up. The, yeah. The camera, the phone doesn't decide how you touch it up. Yeah. You it, get to decide. It makes it a lot easier to edit. You get a lot more options with editing. So that's why a lot of people do that. I would say my camera is somewhere in between, like a phone and like a black magic, obviously. Yeah. Where I can take a picture straight off my camera and it looks pretty good. You but really don't have to do a whole lot. I can also edit it and make it look even better, too, at the same yeah. time. So it just depends on... And obviously, that depends on the lighting, the background, you know, all that kind of stuff yeah. factors in. I really don't do a ton of editing. I just do subtle stuff. Like, the last photo shoot I did, I just adjusted the exposure and contrast. Honestly, from what I've seen, I think most freelance photographers over-edit their I would photos. agree with that like, I wholeheartedly. Really, I really do. And that's why I just do subtle stuff. Yeah. To me, I hope no one gets insulted by this. This isn't an attack on anyone. But to me, if you did your job right and you did a good job taking the pictures, you shouldn't have to do much editing. All For me, all editing is is just enhancing what's already there. Yeah. 
it's not fixing problems. Well, sometimes, but if if you're doing it right, it's not fixing problems. It's not making massive changes. It's just enhancing what's already there. Well, people just go crazy on the color grading and make it look fake. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's the, like that's a huge thing with people is for some reason a lot of a lot of uh, younger photographers like mostly I see is like younger girls that are getting into photography. They just put the same filter on all their pictures and they all look the same. And it's always, it's always like a really warm, they're like, I want to bring all the warm, yeah. warm colors out. Which is nice. And I mean, I think it looks fine, but they, it's just like, they don't have any distinction between them. Yeah. You can do like three different photo shoots and they're all going to look the exact same yeah. because you're putting the same filter on them. To me, I like to get what's natural. So if you're shooting a sunset, you're going to get really like nice color and it's going to be really good. Co- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like to to work with that and not just put this warm filter on it and ruin the lighting you already had. Yeah, but that's just me. Per I mean, I, this isn't an attack on anyone. Anyone who's doing photography, like, keep going. You're you're doing right. Yeah, but you can do better. Like that's yeah. you should take advice. <laughs> like that can be helpful. That's just me. Like, I really don't put any filters on my pictures usually. Like I said, really all I do is just make subtle changes. I'll, I'll change the exposure, the contrast, the brightness, saturation, just little subtle stuff like that. You just slightly adjust yeah. it, and it'll turn a, a really nice picture that's just a little dull and the colors are just a little bit muted. It'll turn that picture into like a beautiful, vibrant, really nice picture. Yeah, that's what I was saying, though, is that some people just – they take those sliders and they move them a little too far. <laughs> just sling it all the way to the edge. They're just like, you're just sitting here. I, I just barely tip, tip it. And then they're just like, and I'll just yank like, it over. That is very warm and very saturated. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, and then you sorry. get into black and white too. I, I like black and white pictures from time to time. Yeah. Some people, that's all they take is black and white pictures. And that's fine. If that's your style, that's cool. But it's like, for me, I like to have a variety of stuff. I mean, you can speak to this. None of my pictures really look the same. Yeah. I've no, I've I, tried I just about every style there is to find my style. Like, for me personally, my favorite kind of picture is outdoor with foliage, out of focus. So what I do is I'm taking portraits of someone. I'll find somewhere where there's a lot of brush. And I'll frame that person up behind the brush where I can get the brush out of focus. And then I can get them really sharp and really good lighting and focus. That's like, for me, that's like my ideal setup. I feel like you don't really, probably don't do this with people, but like with your car, I feel like you like to get little stuff coming in front of the camera yeah. too. Just like little pieces of yeah. twigs or. Well, if you do it right, the, the idea is it'll draw your, your eye to the subject the yeah. more stuff out of focus you have in a picture, the more your eyes will be drawn to what's in focus. Mm. Like that's that's like photography basics right there. So that's why you have depth and why you get like bokeh and all that kind of stuff is because it draws you into the subject. So for me, I, I like to do this weird thing where I'll put it in front. Like sometimes I'll put something directly in front of the lens. I've done that before where... 
I'll take an LED light and I'll put it on the lens basically where it just blows out the lens and just puts way too much light. But then it gives this really cool out of focus like light effect there. Mm. And then I'll put lights on the person too. So it'll draw you to their face. And then it'll give you some really nice textures and lighting and stuff. That's kind of my style is to put stuff out of focus and frame. Like in the front of in the foreground. <coughs> Sometimes I'll switch it up too, you know. It usually looks pretty good. Not always though. Sometimes it looks like crap. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Never taking pictures of you again. I feel like I'm ungrateful. To, had to throw you throw you down a little. Yeah. And I mean I'll, I'll shoot plenty of different styles too, but that's my personal like that's my go-to right there. Like to me that always looks good. You can take the ugliest person on earth and you put them in a pretty shot outside with some nice foliage around them and some warm colors <laughs> from the sun and they're still going to look good. <laughs> like you're still going to see that picture and be like, "Man, that's a really nice picture." Yeah. And then you're going to you're going to be drawn to the subject. Your eyes are going to look start looking towards them and you're like, "Man, golly, they're just so ugly." That's such a nice picture, but man, they're so ugly. <laughs> Obviously, this has never happened to me. Everyone I take pictures of is beautiful, but no, it's <laughs> it's weird. You'll see a, like a really good picture of, say, just a really old person that's super wrinkly. Yeah, and it's like so in focus and so detailed, all the wrinkles it's that beautiful. it still it's looks like really cool. Yeah. Like it's you're like wow, it looks somehow it's beautiful, even though if you probably saw that person in person in person, you'd. You wouldn't probably wouldn't think they were ugly, but you just probably wouldn't just think be like, anything. No, yeah, man, just normal. It's old just person. an old person. <laughs> That's kind of I, I did. I was obviously joking, and you know, I sounded really insensitive, and mean there. But what I'm trying to say is, if you take a really good picture of anyone or anything, then it, it doesn't matter what they look like, really, or what that thing looks like. It's gonna look cool. Yeah, or look good. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, what's the ugliest animal you can imagine? Possums are up there. Naked mole rat. Naked mole rat. Naked mole rat. Mole, <laughs> or Siamese cats. Yeah, okay. Siamese cat. Perfect. That's a perfect example. Hairless, wrinkly, got like little bags all over, like little wrinkles all over. They're just yeah, ugly. They just like fold up. They just, they look like they have some kind of disease. Like they're about to die. They're ugly. But... You get a really nice camera. You throw a big lens on there. Get some little LED lights set up there. Let's say they're laying in their little cat tower bed yeah. thing. You get them to look at the look you right in the lens, like they they got a little mm-hmm. they're laying there and their their eyes come up and you get their attention. You snap it right when they look at the lens. That's gonna be a good picture. Get them really in focus. Yeah, but the background's out of focus. You're gonna, you're not even gonna think about how ugly the cat is. You're just gonna be like, man, this is a good picture. Look at the detail. Yeah, I can see all the wrinkles. Cause it's like, even if the details aren't good, seeing them so sharp and so crisp, it's nice. Hmm. There's something about that. I don't know what the psychology behind that is, but, and this could just be me, honestly. I just like looking at good quality pictures. No, I've no, I've noticed the same thing. Like, but to me. I really don't care what the picture is. If it's a really high quality, nice picture, I'm going to be drawn to it regardless of like who it is or what it is. Like it could be someone I don't even like, 
could be a celebrity that I'm like, ooh, I I can't stand that yeah. person. Like it could be Brie Larson. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're not. I don't I, personally have any problems with Brie Larson, but I don't like her. I'll I'm say not... I'll I'll be the first to say it. I don't like her. Uh, she's she is very prideful. Uh, yeah. And entitled. She is a celebrity, so kind of comes with the territory. Anyways, it can be someone that you just can't stand to look at their face, and every time you see them, you just gag a little. But you have a really good photographer take a picture of them. You see that picture, you're gonna be like, "I don't like this person, but they look pretty good right here." <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's something about the psychology behind that where we're just drawn to good things, like pretty things. Even if it's an ugly thing that looks pretty. Yeah, I think you took a picture of when I had the Cavalier, Chevy Cavalier. I think it, it had that huge dent on the side yeah. from me hitting a deer. And I think you took a picture of it. Or maybe it wasn't you. It was no, I did. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, honestly, it looks really good in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> Even well, though it has this massive dent on the on the front. And just all down the side. Obviously, you got to find your lighting. You got to frame it up really nice. Like, all those kind of things. But angles. That is a very underrated part of photography. That people, Especially with cars. Yeah, absolutely, with cars. There's a certain angle that I, I could take a picture of my car at that it just looks freaking awesome. It looks like a brand new car. It, like, it looks... And it looks super tall and, like, like it has a massive lift kit on it. Big old tires. Yeah. It's all about the angle. And then I could take a picture from like high up, like way above my car. And you're going to be like, what is that? A Miata? Like that's a tiny little thing. Yeah. It's going to look like a model car. But if you get really low to the ground, you get, you flex it a little bit on the rocks, some nice lighting in the background. You're going to be like, dang. Yeah. It looks pretty good. That's a, that's a very underrated part of photography. In my opinion is angles. I know like bodybuilders will take pictures where they like lean their whole body forward so that their shoulders are closer to the camera and their waist yeah. is further back so it makes their waist smaller that's perspective and shoulder yeah they like use perspective to their advantage to make themselves look yeah more physique shapely and what that whatever i see all of you out there have been doing this for years you just never realized it with your selfies yeah you got a good angle you got a bad angle got a good angle make sure you don't have any of those Neck rolls going so you look up. Double chins. <laughs> yeah, no double chins. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I have fun with stuff like that too. That's why sometimes people, I'll be taking a picture like on the ground, like I'll be sitting on the ground, way away from the people. And they'll be like, "What are you doing? Why are you? Why are you down there?" And then they'll see the picture and they'll be like, "Dang, that's actually a really good angle." Yeah, you know, um. Like Lord of the Rings, the difference between Gandalf and the Hobbits. Yeah. Like a, most of forced, that was forced perspective, perspective. Yeah. Which is it's just crazy to think that you can make that much of a difference. Yeah. To where well, this person just looks like a giant, even though they're like almost the same height really, as the other person. And it's so simple too. For a lot of the shots, all they did was put uh, Ian McClellan. Is that his name? Gandalf. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. All they did was put Gandalf right in front of the camera, and then put. Bilbo or whoever, yeah. like, you know, several feet behind him. I think they had to do a little bit more with, like, moving shots. No, there was, was a couple shots where they literally just put little, him directly yeah, in front of the yeah, camera, and then they put them, like, way back there. 
and that's all it is. Like, yeah, but I think there's some where the camera's moving. That they, yeah, that yeah, made those a little, were a little, little more complicated. But there were some just straight on shots where <laughs> they moved the camera or whatever in the behind the scenes, and you're like, yeah. oh, it's just like <laughs> it's just two normal sized people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think we've talked about photography enough for a day. Probably. All right, you, you want to say bye? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I hope I don't sound like a know-it-all, honestly. <laughs> like, I really, I'm still learning. Every time I take pictures, I learn more about photography. But I think it's cool, like, the few things I have learned along the way, it's cool to share it with other people. Yeah, you're just saying your thoughts. Yeah. I don't think anybody thinks you're a know-it-all. <laughs> like... By no means am I a professional photographer. It's just something I really enjoy doing that I've gotten pretty good at, honestly. That's that's about the extent of my photography abilities. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like if you do anything long enough, you're gonna get good at it if you try hard enough. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm at the point now where I've I've been doing it long enough where I kinda know what I'm doing enough to to do it. <laughs> I saw like yeah. an idiot, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's fun. I'm fun with it. This podcast, on the other hand, eh, pretty miserable, honestly. Kind of, kind of ready to be done with it. So, if we could just leave. Do you mean, you mean done with it for today, right? We should just leave. For today, right? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>